Hello, everybody. This is Benjamin Kitchings of the History Voyager. I had fun with this podcast. I, I really did. This is a guy named Mike Vardalia, and I'm going to leave the links below in the description. But he runs a hilarious show that's for the whole family on YouTube. It's called The Dogs of Town Hall. It is so funny. And I talk a lot about how I think we're in this revolution now uh, with media and stuff. And I talk a lot about the negative aspects of this information revolution we're in. This is honestly like one of the mo- one of the most positive things from this that I've seen. And it's just so funny. And I don't know if it's the year we had or uh, talking to all these serious people and talking about all this serious stuff and and you know all this stuff, but this show doing the research for this podcast was what the doctor ordered. This is hilarious. And like I said, and like I say again and again, he, you know, this show is for the whole family, but you can totally tell that an adult is behind the camera or behind the phone or whatever it is he's filming this on. And I just, it's just so funny. You're going to enjoy it. Um, anyway, uh, thanks a lot. And, um, I'll see you later. Okay, bye now. Hello, my name is Ben Kitchings. You knew that. And this is the History Voyager. And I'm here with... Say your name, please. Oh, my name is Mike Vardell. Thank you for having me. <laughs> oh, you're welcome. Okay, so, Mike, um, you're not my normal type of guest, but you kind of are. Um, so I do a lot of shows, I do shows about serious topics, or I think a couple of shows I've done where I just talk to people about what's going on in the world or what's going on in their world, but you know, they tend to be kind of serious or whatever, but your shit, first of all, um, you're a YouTube creator. Would that be a fair assessment among other talents? You yeah, I'm a YouTube have. creator and story writer and musician yeah (laughs) exactly first of all i love your show uh it's what's it's called the dogs of town hall i I love your show yep the dogs of town call it's it's a it's a newer uh, show for me too and it's it's still yeah okay let me just tell okay i'm gonna tell you my understanding of it uh it's you take these stuffed animals these stuffed dogs and you're I think it's your wife and at least one kid or there's two girls in it. All all four of them. All four of my kids are in it. (laughs) I I haven't seen all four kids yet. Uh, But, oh, my God, man. No, no, you'll you'll hear them, but you won't always see them. Okay. okay, Yeah, they'll they'll voice some characters, but they're (laughs) a little shy. So explain to my listeners what your show, the basic essential plot of the show and so well dogs of town hall it actually started that particular show started in january of 2021 um it was originally supposed to be with my actual real dog and i was going to make her talk and have parts but then i realized i need other dogs because i can't just have one dog talking so i had a i took some of my kids stuffed animals and i made them talk using uh animation so in the first episode uh 
while I was filming it, I decided, wait a minute, why don't I use my actual preschooler, my three-year-old daughter, as the leader of the pack? So I threw on a little uh, ears on her and a nose. So in the first episode, my actual real-life dog hands it a baton and says, now you're the leader of the pack. So once that episode actually did pretty good, all the episodes now are just stuffed animals and my actual three-year-old daughter and my other three kids and my wife and I do the voices of the, all, the, all the animals. Oh my god! It, it sometimes so, maybe a video appearance, but <laughs> yeah. No, you did. What's the band? You, you uh, there's a band you kind of threw under the bus. And I saw that video. Yeah, you 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 were dressed up. And, oh, you did. <laughs> oh god. So I, I, this actually this is how the show started, and it actually is an interesting story because. The town hall show, I, I say, officially started in January, but there is an episode in October, and, and you can find it on YouTube. It says Dogs of Town Hall, Old Dominion Meow Mix version, and then I, I labeled it pilot episode. So the show started as a comedy sketch. It was the stuffed animals, the stuffed dogs in the room sitting in chairs. They did not talk yet, and at that point, I was wearing uh, a nose and ears, and I was the leader of the pack, and we were protesting because the country band Old Dominion uh, you no, know, they have a bunch of good songs, but they took their entire album, every song, and re-sang them. They re-sang them as a cat meowing. So, like, the song One Man Band became meow, 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 meow. And it was the most annoyingest thing you ever heard, but it was selling well. <laughs> and I'm like, wait a minute, my dogs are offended because what about the dog? They're being left out by the cats. I mean, they're almost like being bullied by the cats. So, so in the video, the dogs write a note to the band by email. I mean, obviously it's fake, but saying, hey, we, we want some attention too. We are also people like your cats. And at the end of the video, I play one man band on the piano and I sing it as, ruff, 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 you know, as, as in retaliation. And that's actually a town hall meeting, which is where the title Dogs of Town Hall came from. At that point, it wasn't a series. The dogs weren't talking. It wasn't anything. But that's where very, very first started was from that video in October of 2020. Okay. I got I to tell you. Let me tell you the thing I love about your show. <laughs> yeah, I, other than your off-the-wall yeah. humor, which is – and I've never met you. I don't know you or anything. But yeah, <laughs> I can tell that you're a funny guy. Like you're a funny guy. But the thing I really love I about your show is it's it's for it's I don't want to say like it's for kids like it's a kids show but kids could watch it mm -hmm. totally every episode I've seen I would say kids could watch this show okay um but I can tell yeah. there's a grown up at the wheel like there's a serious grown up behind the wheel Good. kind of thing but yet it's hilarious. Yeah, because I've been labeling them. Well, I've been labeling them as kids shows because it's a really good market. And when I make promotional flyers and posters and stuff, I say, yeah. you know, it's, it's great for kids ages two to eight. But I want it to be so adults like it. And they're not, like, not going to be like, oh, they're watching Paw Patrol or one of those shows again. Oh, they're watching Dogs at Town Hall. Maybe I'll watch it with them. And I was actually doing some market tests and I was posting a lot on, on Reddit, even on a teenager's board in Reddit saying, what do you guys think? I know this show may not be your age range, but what do you think of the show? And I got uh, hundreds of comments saying, I know the show might be geared for kids, but I think this is the best show ever. And all these teenagers were subscribing and saying, you know, I want to be a part of it and I want to build, be a character. And I'm like, oh, so, well, maybe my plan is working. It, it is working for older people too.
Well, I mean, I'm an older guy. Uh, I'm not that old, but I'm an older guy, yeah. and it's appropriate for for ages two to in the forties. I'll say, I'll say what? It's hilarious. <laughs> it's hysterical. It's just. <laughs> So I'm I'm 44. Like I said, I have four kids. My oldest kid, uh, my son, is actually 17 years old, and and he yeah. likes it. He clads it liked it at first. He didn't want to admit it. And I, my daughter is a 13, 11, and two. Yeah. Oh, so sorry for 13, 11, and three. Yeah, and the three year old, the three year old is the star. You know, the three year old is totally, totally. You made is. a you made a good casting decision. I gotta say, really for real, you made a good casting decision. That was such uh, a last-minute thing. Putting her, we're filming, and I'm like, you know, why not her? Let me try her. And, you know, yeah. I actually I write the scripts out, and then my family reviews them. My family makes might make changes or add funnier lines. But when I'm filming, Avery doesn't know what's going on because she can't you know read yet. And I'll I'll give her one line to read. I'll say something like, say, knock on the door and say, hello, Castleman, and she'll knock on the door and say, hello, Mister Castleman, let me in. So it's just kind of like makes up her own lines, and I keep them <laughs> as long as they as long as they fit. Then you know I, I just keep them, and therefore she's participating in the storylines as well. <laughs> oh fun. God, she's! Uh, I tell you what, your 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 uh, whatever her, your little girl uh, when she gets to be school age, yeah, Avery. <laughs> uh, you know when she gets to be school age, she's going to be uh, <laughs> you know a star. Um, <laughs> Trouble. <laughs> <laughs> my my one suggestion, oh, yeah, uh, dude to dude. My my one suggestion is, uh, if you're gonna do an Instagram page for the show, which I totally think you should, if you haven't, yeah. Um, because like yeah. I'm envy, I'm I'm legitimately look. I do a deep dive history podcast, and I talk about really serious topics. Okay, not Instagrammable material. Yeah. All right, not really. So I'm I'm legitimately jealous of people that can. I don't want to say jealous like it's a bad. Like I'm I'm excited for you that you can actually have something on Instagram. Okay, okay? but dude to dude, uh, keep your little girl. Keep that her face off Instagram. Don't don't put, <laughs> don't put her on Instagram. That thing's a sewer. Well, she is on a little bit. On my, I have a personal account on Instagram, and I'll post video clips, or either that, or hey, yeah. I have a new video coming up. Uh, not much. Yeah. I did try TikTok. Yeah, it wasn't going too well, so I don't do much with that. Mostly, it's just um, no. Why some would TikTok not do well? Talking to people out there. Why would TikTok not do? Well? I don't know. When I, when I start. You have to hit like the right market and people getting it. And the, most people that were following me weren't uh, parents yet. And I was just like, it's, I think I have like the wrong type of followers. So now I don't even really post anymore. I just, <laughs> it, it has to like hit the right people and, and get spread. And, you know, well, same thing I mean, for uh, YouTube shorts. You know, you have to hit like the right market. Here's something that I've noticed about about today. Like about not today, like. Yeah. you know, April 3rd, but like the world we live in now is that. Yeah. Remember. Okay. When I, when I used to be in television, right. When I used to do that, when I used to, um, you know, write screenplays and things like that, everybody was trying to make a plot, right? Everybody's making a plot. Everybody's yeah. hitting a niche, hitting a market, Hitting a slight, you know, hitting a 
like they like this and they like that or they're like they have internet at home so they're 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 uh you know they're they're better off and they're more discerning in their tastes and all this blah 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 blah, blah. here's what i think we've learned or here's what i've learned okay um in the new world is people just want to make a connection honestly that's really what we wanted we wanted a connection and honestly like this is one of those things that would not have worked in the old world like literally it it would just not have worked but this works i think so I'm, I'm, i'm saying if people have been relating to you know because it started right after COVID started, it actually started on April 15th, so it's a one-year anniversary pretty soon uh, for the channel. The channel is called uh, Vardalia Onions. And uh, people like that, you know, when I was sent home from work, because when I was working, I worked long hours. Uh, I have almost an hour and a half drive one way. I was gone a long time, and when I was home, I realized what I was missing with the kids. I spent more time with them. I mean, now we play games, biking, uh, hiking, um, Gosh, t- tons of stuff we do now. So now that we're home, people are relating to, and also other dads are noticing it. Hey, I'm home, you know, and I get to spend time with my family, and not just dads, uh, moms as well. So that was one of the purposes of the show when I started it. I'm sorry, when I started the channel before Dogs of Town Hall was open, was to hopefully make an income so I could spend more time with my family. Anyway, as we already were, and, and just stay this way. So in a way, COVID was almost like a blessing for our family. Uh, you know, and I, I know mean, people were getting sick and stuff, but not in I, our house. Yeah, I would, I would, I've talked to folks all over the planet, literally all over the planet, and I've heard horror stories. I yeah. really have. Um, some of them yeah. will stay with me forever, honestly. But yeah, I can look at your your setup and be like, this this man and his family ha- has benefited from staying home and from. I can see you guys get closer if that makes sense. You can see it in the video. It's really good. I mean, you definitely did. Yeah, especially that you know that. But don't you, when I started the channel, they weren't involved. I was doing music parodies and stuff. So. <laughs> oh, so, I don't think I've gotten to those. Is it on the same channel? Yeah, yeah it's on the same channel farther oh, down. Okay. Uh, and, and actually. The first video was one of my daughter's ideas because I'm not comfortable being online. I'm not comfortable people seeing my face and my mannerisms or whatever. And my daughter's like, you know, she already had TikTok and I didn't. And she goes, there's a big song on TikTok. It's Megan Thee Stallion. She keeps going, I'm a savage. I'm a savage. And it's a special dance that goes with it, you know. And I don't know if I misheard it or if I was being dumb, but I kept running that house for weeks saying, I'm a salad, lettuce, carrots, and some radish, whatever it was. And they thought that was funny. You should put that online. I'm like, I don't know how to put it online. I don't know what to do. So I put it on YouTube, but I was uncomfortable playing piano and singing. So I put on a green wig because if I could be someone else, I could be online. And then it says, what's what's your channel name? I said, oh, crap, what the heck does a channel name mean? I don't know what's a channel. I thought I just put it on YouTube. And I had to think of something quick. And my daughter goes, well, at school, uh, one of my teachers calls me Verdalia Onion. Uh, our last name is Vardell. I said, why does it call you Verdalia Onion? She goes, I don't know. I don't know if he doesn't know my name or what. Well, I said, okay, well, we're a family of six, and it's not just me, so I'm going to call it Verdalia Onions. And just typed it really quick, thinking, you know what, I'll change it later. <laughs> well, no, you can't change it later. So actually, now, now we're happy with it, and... It implies all of us, not just me. 
when I first saw your <laughs> channel, when I first saw the Reddit post, um, I thought you were from the South because Vidalia onions. Yeah. Um, you know what a Vidalia I onion is? <laughs> what say? Oh, yep. Yeah, we do. Okay. Yeah, we, we definitely do. But they're they're delicious. <laughs> but they taste like apples, basically. But you know, oh my god, make so, a really good salad dressing too. That's what we used to make with them. I, I don't know, man. So what do you? Um, I mean, okay. So so there was a learning curve with uh, with you with the YouTube thing. Yeah, you got yeah, it. You sure. got it mastered yet? Well, it started with the music parodies, and and I was trying to do reprogramming the music. Um, you know, where we played all the instruments and sang them. I cannot sing at all. People like them because I can't sing, apparently. But it took me a long time, maybe even a month between each song, because it took so much time to program it. And uh, so what I would do is, in between music parodies, I would throw up a comedy sketch because they were really easy to do. I could write them in a day. I could film them and film them in one more day. And it went back and forth like that for, you know, maybe eight or nine months before I realized, you know, <laughs> this music parody thing is not really my thing. It's a little bit funny, but I wanted to do something else. And I also wanted to do something for the kids because I wanted something that my own kids would watch, uh, especially Avery, because I watch what she's watching. I see what she thinks is funny. And I just had the idea sometime around Christmas time, 2020, I'm like, I want to make some kind of children's show. Maybe I'll base it on the Dogs of Town Hall pilot episode. What it? What does it say that, I mean, what does it say, honestly, that you can have, I mean, I think humor is universal then, because I, I don't watch this kind of stuff normally. I'm, you know, I, I watch Game of Thrones or I'll watch, you know, yeah. stuff like that. And when I saw this, I, you know, when you told me about your show, I was like, when I first saw it, I was like, what is this? Like, oh my God, what, what is that? And then and the dogs start talking. What's wrong with this guy? And, and I was like, oh my God, this is so funny. And I don't know if it's the serious year that we've had or whatever, but oh Jesus, it, it's, yeah. just, it's, it's what I needed, man. It's hilarious. Um, but what does that say? I just need a break of everything that's going on. Exactly. But like, what does that say that... that you know, it's just this two-year-old or three-year-old is laughing at this, and I'm laughing at it because yep. it's funny. You yeah, know? and she wants to see them all the time. And it's not like her life is very hard or anything. She doesn't you know finds anything funny. But for me, it's 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 therapy. Writing writing a script is therapy. Uh, filming a scene is, is therapy. It de-stresses me. It takes away some anxiety. Uh, and actually, there's a story on that. Uh, my son, who's 17, refused to be in any episodes at all ever since the channel started. So I want nothing to do with that. I don't want people seeing me. I don't want people hearing me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes. But he saw that my daughters were doing it. Uh, it took them a while to warm up to it, too. But once they were doing it, he's like, I really want to be a, be a part. Can I do something? I'm like, I don't have anything left for this episode. He goes, you know, if any parts left, I said, well, I have the Queen of Hearts. He goes, it was, uh, Beauty and the, I'm sorry, it was uh, Alice in Wonderland. Avery in Wonderland. Yeah, he goes, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll do it. You're going to be the Queen of Hearts and, and Avery in Wonderland. He goes, yes. Goes, okay. So filming day, he somehow fitted in one of my wife's dresses. And my wife ordered a big giant uh, crown, queen crown, which I don't even know she ordered, uh, that goes with the Queen of Hearts costume. And he came out and 
and he was part <laughs> and all his friends love it and they all talk about how awesome it was and he's like i want to play more more no he hasn't yet but he wants to play more people so he, he does have a dog he plays now called rocky um so you don't see him you just see the dog and rocky's almost more like him where he's mischievous he gets in a little bit of trouble uh there's a video duet i did with my wife she's baking cookies and while she's baking cookies the dog's on the vacuum saying this is my car you know or <laughs> whatever he whatever he said there so so now everyone's involved and it's not just you know and yeah. it says help them relieve some anxiety issues also and things like that the funniest thing <laughs> to me like the funniest thing to me about your show well, there, there was one skit that I thought was hysterical because, like, you you put on a tea kettle. This is a child's tea kettle, and you had the, your little girl cooking with it. And I don't know, maybe yep. that had to do. I thought it had to do with the with the safety regs of YouTube or something. But I thought, I thought, oh my god, that's hilarious. I was saying, yeah, it's how it started off saying it started off saying Hell's Kettle. And, and they're like, oh, no, Avi drank from Hell's Cattle. What are we going to do? You know, and that's how the episode ends. And the next episode, you find out that they wipe it off because the cup, the tea kettle was dusty. And it says Bell's Kettle. So when she drank from Bell's Kettle, she went to the land of Beauty and the Beast. <laughs> oh, <laughs> so she drank so- and got transported to Beauty and cool. the Beast. And it, and, and Avi's like, I'm in Paris again. She sees a, a giant picture of the Eiffel Tower rise up out of the uh, my front yard lawn. I know it's weird, but it rises up and she goes, I'm in Paris again. <laughs> well, okay. So but the other uh, thing I'm at really... At the very end. Okay, go ahead. Very end, yes. Mm-hmm. Go on. No, go ahead. Oh, oh say the very end of that. The, the very end of that episode, uh, one of the cats, because there, there was cats in the Beauty and the Beast land, comes back through the tea kettle and ends up in the land with the dogs at town hall. And they're like, oh no, what's Jasper doing here? So now people loved him so much that he's a permanent fixture. And now he lives with the dogs and even the dogs train him how to train the cat, how to be a dog. Uh, He's a big narcissist. He thinks that he's the cutest thing in the entire world. And he's like, everything's all about me. So (laughs) he's one of the main characters now as a cat that they met in the Beauty and the Beast world. Okay. So (laughs) the thing that, your show reminds me of more than anything else is Muppet Babies. Have you seen the? It was it was a show when we were kids. When we were kids, there was a show called Muppet Babies. I don't know if you've seen it. Um, oh yeah, I, I have remember. definitely. Oh well, I can tell. I could tell somebody in your house had seen Muppet Babies because it reminded me so much of Muppet Babies. But in a good way, and not in a rip-off way. Either. Just like you were influenced by it. Um, but I, I was by that, and my kids don't watch that, but they do watch Fraggle Rock, uh, which is also Jim Henson. Uh, Sesame Street was Jim Henson, but also yeah, Fraggle Rock and, and Muppet Babies. Um, Simpsons is huge in our house, so I try to get you know not ideas from the show, but it, it helps out to, to watch it first. <laughs> Well, I mean, you could totally tell that it's okay to be influenced by stuff. I mean, you could totally tell that you were heavily influenced by a certain by a certain child's television show or children's television yeah. show. Um, but again, the, the coolest thing to me about the show is not it's that yes, kids could watch it, but it's also like adults can get a lot out of it too. Like adults can laugh at it too. 
you know like yeah and, and i'll be throwing in some like references to our to our childhood too probably in there so the kids won't get the jokes but there'll be a few jokes that just the adults will get you know that are still safe for kids to watch so i, I haven't done that yet but that's yeah. one of my ideas yeah so. i thought your uh your wife's british accent was very funny <laughs> <laughs> So my, she's, she's also uncomfortable being on camera. This is actually a, a funny story. And uh, I'm like, well, I need someone to play this dog. Uh, there's a dog named Blaze. She's like, okay, well, I'll just do it in the Russian accent. <laughs> she, she calls it Russian. I don't really know what it is. but So she does a dog in Russian accent. But I also needed a human to play the queen of cats in two mm-hmm. different episodes to be an actual, like, another person in the show. And at first, like, no, 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 no. But when I was filming day, she goes, no, I'll, I, want, I want to be the queen. I'll, I'll do the queen of cats. So there she talks. She's a little bit British sounding, uh, I think, in, in those ones. But with the dog, she's more of a, a Russian dog. <laughs> oh, I, I, I got to say, I mean. Yeah, she, she enjoys doing it. it. It was hilarious. It was absolutely hilarious. But <laughs> um, so you say you've been doing this for how long? How long the show started, been, well, the Verdalia Onions ch- January, Dogs Town right? Hall was January, uh, two th- January 2021. Yep. You have a lot of, since 20, okay, since January 21, you have a lot of subscribers for, for four months? Yes. Good Lord. You have a lot of subscribers. Yes, uh, almost all of them came the past, past four months. I mean, I had a few before the show started. But not like it's doing now. No. Yeah. yeah. Are you on? I mean, from the dog show. What all? Okay. So for my listeners, what all social media do you have? Uh, I do have Facebook um, at Vardalia Onions, um, and I have Instagram at my name, which is Mike Vardal, V as in Victor, A R D A L. Um, I use that one a lot. Uh, TikTok. I have a, a newer account that I use for the stuffed animals. Um, it's actually called Talking Stuffed Animals, etc. ETC. So Talking Stuffed Animals, ETC, is my new TikTok. Uh, I just haven't done much with it yet. Um, and, and I don't know if you can give a link later, but I do also have a, a merchandise webpage. We have 88 products, including uh, T-shirts, um, toddler shirts, sweaters, skirts, dresses, clocks, let's see, phone cases, uh, Pillows, blankets. I mean, there's like everything that we have with the Dogs of Town Hall uh, logo on it, with the dog, the picture of the dogs on it. That's so cool. Um, yep. Let me ask. Um, so you said you said your wife is uh, shy in front of the camera, and you're shy in front of the camera, but your little girl yep. is not only not shy. She's not- but takes over the show, <laughs> you know. She does, and she wants she wants to film. I mean, obviously, I don't, I don't film every day, but she's like, "Can we film dog show today?" And I don't want to force her to do anything she doesn't want to do. So if I am filming, I'm like, "Do you want to record today?" And she's usually to say yes or no, but almost always it's yes, I want to record. And I ask her every five or ten minutes, "Do you want to keep recording or do you want to stop?" And she always says, "Keep going." But once it hits a half an hour, we stop. So she never records more than a half hour in a day or two hours in a week. <laughs> and then that's all she does. So, so she's not stressed out. And she used to. We don't much anymore. But when she first started, would uh, give her rewards. You know, once you finish the scene, you can have this chocolate. When you finish the scene, we'll buy you this little toy here. 
but now I don't have to because she wants to do it. You know, even just today, she's saying, record dog show? I'm like, no, no, I'm, I'm still writing the script now, but we're not recording this today. But we were rehearsing lines today because I'll say, are you able to say this? Because she's three. She can't say all the words. And if it's too big for her, I'll, I'll change it. So I try her out on certain lines. And she thought we're recording. I'm like, no, 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 I'm not recording. I'm just seeing if you can say that. You know what'll be, you know what'll be funny or, or cool or whatever? Like, what'll be kind of cool yeah. is... Um, Cause she's not old enough really to get out, you know, she, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, so when she gets into school, you know, like five, six, seven, like she's going to have, people are going to know who this kid is. If you keep this up, cause you, you do a quality product, sir. You know? You do a quality product. Yeah, I, I try to. I mean, I'm not the best video editor in the world, but I, I just no. started learning video editing like a year ago, and I just kind of like learned quick, yeah. Have you seen South Park? But I'm trying it. Sir? Mm-hmm. I used to watch Have it all the seen... time. Okay. Yeah. The charm of South Park was that it was bad animation. <laughs> you know? Yeah. <laughs> if I were you, I'd yep. lean into... I, to me, that 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 editing and that the way you do everything—that's a feature. That's not a bug. You know, that's a feature. That's what makes it. That's part of what makes. Yeah, that's it a way funny. of looking at it. It's just the best I can do. No, <laughs> the animation part, is the best I can do, and also the. Uh, yeah. <laughs> no, go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah, if. And a lot, a lot of it is stop motion animation. So the dogs are running from one room to the next. So I'll take 30 photographs. Like I'll take a photograph, I'll move them up a few inches. Photograph, move them up a few inches and paste them together. And, uh, you know, that 10 second scene, um, uh, or even five second scene could be 20 to 30 photographs. So it's not even animation, it's just photo, 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 photo. And every video has about two to 300 photos in it. Yeah. Wow. Well, I mean, I I don't know if you know this, but I mean, you know, I've been on, I've been surfing through YouTube a lot. And once you get off the, I mean, you really do see like, there's a guy on YouTube that literally cooks food in his dishwasher. Right. And he's got millions of, he's got millions of people. And all he's really doing is cooking food in his dishwasher. So if I were you, I, I, I wouldn't try to stray too far from the production values that you've already got. Okay. You know? Let's keep doing what I'm doing. Just keep doing it, man. Yep. So quality, quality product. I'm pretty um, much doing the same thing. The only thing that's sort of changing is, is it's going to be a little more, um, not kidsy, but Avery's going to look more in the camera more and be like, which direction should I go, right or left? I don't want to see, say, like Dora, but more interaction with the people that are watching it. Which direction do you think I should go? Oh, okay, good job. Because that way uh, it leads to death. What, <laughs> you know, or there, something funny. But There was that one episode that she did that I saw where she said something about the script or the film or something. That was hysterical. Like, I literally... I laughed so hard. My my headphones fell off my ears. <laughs> that hard. There's a couple like that. Like like we'll talk about next. We'll talk about that the next episode. Or like next episode, or or this one where uh, my uh, one of the dogs is like the dogs and cats are arguing, and some a dog says, "Well, I guess we we should all be friends then," because they realize it was a misinterpretation, and the other dog starts going, "Let it go, let it go," and the queen goes, "Wrong show." 
And that was so funny. Oh my god, man! Oh, that was actually boy. one. Of, that was my daughter's idea. That yeah. whole part was my daughter's idea, and, and I'm like, I'm like, wait, that is funny. Let's add that in last minute <laughs> while we're filming. We'll add that in. Yeah. Well, okay. The only thing I, I really would say, honestly, if I was just saying, um, I really think this thing is gonna blow up. Like, I really think your show is gonna blow up because oh, it's hysterical. Cool. And maybe I'm going to have a small part in that. Maybe I'm not. But it's just going to blow up with or without me. Um, But the one thing I would say is YouTube has really strict copyright um, rules about music. So you might want to watch that. You might want to take some time and familiarize yourself with what those rules are. Just saying. Yeah, I know a lot of my music parodies. Even though I parodied parodied them, and even though I replayed the instruments, I still lost the copyright on them. Um, now I use uh, I use free domain music. Um, I'm, I'm allowed to use it. And um, so the last all the dogs town hall videos, I own the copyright except for the pilot because one I was singing that old Dominion song and it figured it out and it stole it back from me. And I did a, a duet with my wife's channel. Because she has a cooking channel and organizing channel, uh, organizing hacks, and she downloads from uh, Epicurean sound, Epidemic Sound. <clears throat> but because she downloaded the music and not me, I lost the copyright, and she got it on on her, on her channel. But I was I was okay with losing that one. But I know for the rest of them, I just have to use my free domain music. Uh, yeah, that's available to anyone for the public. It makes me wonder. Have opinion. you seen that? Uh, have you seen the guy that does the Frog Leap videos? Uh, Leo Melch. No, I There's a guy that does metal covers of pop songs on YouTube, right? <laughs> and he's great. Yeah. But it makes you wonder, like, how does he get? He has to have the copyright somehow, or is there somebody's permission? I'm. I'm, I'm you have to get permission. Either you have to get permission from the publishing company. Um, which I haven't tried. I mean, maybe if I got monetized, maybe I'll try to get late, like the first dog episode back or something. But it's I know a lot of work that I'm not too familiar yet with uh, how to do it. On. Well, I mean, I mean, I don't. So do you want to take? Care of it. Do you want to take this as more than just a hobby, or do you want to like go places with it? Like, oh yeah, definitely speaking. If I were you, I, I would seriously. Yeah, and that's one of the goals. That. I mean. Yeah, because I mean, look. I think that one of the goals is to make it make an income. Yeah, because I mean, like, look, in this world that we live in now, right? Talent is going to shine out. Like, talent's going to come through. Okay, and I'll, I'll tell you a story. Right, I was watching a show, and this is a movie, right? With people with n- names you know. You know, production values through the roof, all this stuff. I was like, yeah, whatever. Don't care. You know? And you're, th- and then I check, I surf Reddit because I'm looking for guests. And I see, like, you responded to me. And you were like, hey, check out my show. It's for kids. And I was like, well, how good can it be? It's for kids, whatever, blah, blah, blah. And I looked at it, and it was that the dogs singing. It was so funny. I was like, <laughs> Dude, when, when you're better than I mean, um, 
when you, when you're better than uh, a Hollywood movie, okay? <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> you know, that could be a good thing. I try to give the dogs like some of my own personality and some of my kids' personality or things I see out in the, in the real world. It's not always based on, on things they do, but so something so people can relate to them. Uh, you no, know, they all have their own personalities. You know, like how I said, you know, Jasper the cat's a narcissist, and uh, Butters the dog is, is a high pitched, high pitched talking woman who talks really, really fast. And you know, just uh, at first they didn't have the personalities; they were just talking. Now everyone's kind of be their own, be their own person. You know, it's like I can't wait till Rocky comes on the screen, or I can't wait till Cerberus comes on the screen. Is what I want people to kind of, kind of feel for that. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I mean, besides Avery, I want Avery to be everyone's favorite, but you know, <laughs> she she's she is the star. She is the breakout star of Dogs of Town Hall. <laughs> I tell you what, um, yeah, she's funny. Yeah, yeah, man, she's she's hysterical. She, she's three, and she hears me. I haven't, I don't, I haven't put them on YouTube lately, but I still write music parodies. I just you know, play them in the house for for the family, and. Uh, Gosh, more than a year, probably more than a year ago, the song uh, Paparazzi from Lady Gaga. I'm playing on the piano and, and, and dad's singing it. And I say, uh, <laughs> uh, it says, um, oh, how's it go? Uh, it says pepper, pepperoni. And it has all the verses and choruses with it, but it's pepperoni instead of paparazzi. And a year later, she still remembers it because she'll run around the house and she actually remembers most of the words. And she's singing Pepperoni. And my daughter's, my other daughter's like, the song is Paparazzi. She goes, no, it's not. <laughs> so I think I, I corrupted her brain that way because now she'll hear someone sing something else and, and she'll change the words and, and say it back. You know, sometimes it's something, you know, a three year old do where all the songs are about, you know, poops and farts and stuff. But still, she changes the words to everything she hears on the, on the radio or makes them about dinner and, and food. And, and yeah. <laughs> I'm like, maybe you're going to write your own parodies one day. I gotta teach her piano or something, so she could play an instrument and do those. Well, I think she's gonna be a star, is what I think. I, th- I think you've made it. I think you have a legitimate star on your hands. Because I mean, I'm saying, like, if the right person cool. sees yeah. that video, like, for example, you know how uh, Justin Bieber took off. You know how Justin Bieber uh, took off. I think it was through YouTube. I think right. Usher, I think Not it too was much. Usher. I know they we lit. I think it was Usher, but I'm not. I'm not. I'm. I might be wrong, but somebody was surfing YouTube at home. Some like big guy was surfing YouTube at home and saw this kid playing the drums, and thought, "Oh, this is really good." I'm saying, man, if the right person sees that video, your your kid's gonna take off. (laughs) Yeah, just saying. Yeah. I'm just saying, and she and she like that. I mean, she, she loves doing them. I just don't like to. I don't like to overwork her or anything. So we. No, no, no. Yeah. No. Um. That's why I like, I like having the, the production here because we film here when we feel like it, and we write mm-hmm. when we feel mm-hmm. like it. It better mm-hmm. than being like you know in Hollywood or somewhere. You know, I'm not far from New York, but. <laughs> right. You know, and once in a while, she'll even pop into uh She'll actually pop into interviews once in a while that I have, like through Zoom. I'm like, come here, and she's the only one now. I come over here because the other kids are like, oh, I don't want people to see me. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, that's so funny. That's so funny. Um, yeah. wow. 
Was there ever any inkling? So was there ever any inkling that this little kid was just, you know, the the next Shirley Temple or whatever? Like, or did it just sort of happen? <laughs> no, I just threw, I just threw her in. I just knew I needed someone small, <laughs> and I'm like, she's not gonna know these words. And no, let's throw her in here. So the leader of the pack episode though with her, I I was trying to get her to memorize the lines. And it, and it wasn't working, so it took forever to film that because I was trying to get it to memorize this. But I learned quickly. So by the time the next episode came, which is Beauty and the Beast, I would sit in front of her, and I'll read her one line, and she recites that one line, or changes it. And then I read the next, maybe from a different angle. And I'll have her say each line like five times and just pick the best ones, or the ones that were the funniest that, that worked together. So, so, I mean, she's acting, but she's copying what I'm saying, but she puts her own personality into everything, which is what I like. She's not even saying it the way I'm saying it. She's saying it her way. She's actually being Avery in, in the show as herself. <laughs> anyway, you're, you're really, um, your family is really talented, and um, it's yeah. just really good. And I highly recommend each and every single one of my listeners to watch your show. It's so funny. And you can watch it with kids. You can watch it with just anybody. Um, so, I mean, how do you, what's your writing process like, first of all? Like, oh, it's off the top of my head. We, we get writing ideas sometimes as a family. Uh, and then I'll, I'll take my a notepad or, or write in my phone. I'll write down like a possible title of an episode or, a t- or maybe like a topic sentence. But, but actually writing the whole thing, I usually wake up five thirty six in the morning. I just open up my phone and just start typing. Uh, uh, this the dachshund dog says this. What what the next dog say? Oh, it's, and sometimes I don't even know. I, I'll say dog one says this. Dog two says this. Dog one again says this. And I'll I'll just read it again later, like a day a day later. Or so in just to see if it makes a story or not. I, but I have a topic before I do that first. Um, uh, kind of like an example is when um, a, a few days ago, Avery was sitting on mom's lap and my w- wife was talking to her and I don't know what they were talking about because I couldn't hear what they were saying. But for whatever reason, my wife sounded like she was talking like Jasper the cat. I don't know if she was, but she, she sounded like it. And I turned around and go, why do you sound like Jasper? And she goes, oh yeah, I guess I do. And a different kid goes, oh, she goes, I guess Jasper has a sister. And someone else said, oh yeah, Jasperina. It just like, it came all, all at once. So now in, in a future episode, Jasper, the narcissist, meets his twin sister that he never met from Paris. <laughs> and her name is Jasperina. And Jasperina's going to be something like, you know, I'm the prettiest cat alive. And, and Jasper's like, no, I am. You know, or some, whatever it's going to be. But that just came about, you know, as a family, just a regular conversation with my wife being weird with the kid. And I took my phone right away. Let's write this down. Write this down. <laughs> so, so I haven't okay. written that yet. But yeah. When I come back to it, I have my notes. So let me ask you. Um, let me ask you this. So I guess we should pretty much, I don't even know if we've said this, uh, these are stuffed animals that, that your children and your wife are interacting with, um, right? So do you, okay, I mean, uh, first of all, no judgment, how do you have so many stuffed animals in the house? <laughs> Number one. Oh my gosh, 
we just moved to this house. We just moved to this house three months ago, and we threw away like fifty stuffed animals before we even came to this house. <laughs> but I guess with the four kids, and I have my own too, because I've always loved dogs, so I've already had the, a couple dogs on me. But yeah. I just I go through the rooms and I go through the attic, and I just I try to find stuff that I can use. And once in a while, I'll buy something. I needed a mouse, and I actually bought a mouse at a, a grocery store. But and, uh, and actually, even where I'm sitting right now, I'm right next to the piano, and under the piano is a big, giant uh, cotton bag, and all the dogs are just stuffed on top of each other, overflowing, because I need them for the next episode. Not even the ones that I use all the time. I just need them the next episode, so, so they're all sitting right here. And the other ones are, gosh, it could be in the living room, under the couch, under the beds, you know, in one of the kids' rooms somewhere. And the th- Sad thing is, I don't even remember buying any of these. I don't know if they came from Christmas or, or what, but some of them we had for years and years. So some of them, I believe, even my, even my wife had as a teenager. The, uh, just I, I find a use for them now. Okay. So, even right now, I'm looking at a bookshelf. And, and a here's a question I've been. I don't know. <laughs> here's a question I've been dying to ask you. Um. Yeah. When you're when you're wandering through your house or the world or or wherever you go to to see these toy or be stuffed animals, do you ever look at a stuffed animal and a voice just sort of comes to you like a um or like this kid or this she would be great as this voice with this animal or whatever. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Especially you know yeah if I see them in the store or no, even Walmart I even see them at CVS I'm like could be a good character for something i don't know for what but i can picture a really annoying dog right there or <laughs> you know and i probably won't yeah. buy it at that point but I, sometimes you just see them and you picture a certain voice sometimes they change uh, samson the dog is a black labrador and he's supposed to be a, a long time ago my father bought him for me because my actual dog named samson died uh, and, and they got me a dog that looked just like him so originally when i started doing this i'm like well one, he has to be named Samson because that's his name. Two, he's going to be the brave dog and be the hero. But it, it didn't seem to fit because Avery was doing a lot of the saving and the helping the people. And um, back to the Simpsons uh, statement I made earlier, it, I had him almost like Homer Simpson where he talks like, he's not really the smartest. He's, he's a little bit of a doofus now, but he's, he's still Samson, <laughs> at least to me. So... Now he says a lot of the funny lines, like, how'd that get there? You know, a little, a little bit of like an oaf, but... Yeah. <laughs> so it does change. So his voice changed, his personality changed after one episode or a yeah. pilot episode there. Yeah, yeah. I tell you, man. I mean, I, I really do. Th- I think, well, I say this on my podcast, that we're in a revolution. Like, this, this is a communication revolution. And... You're, you're right in the forefront of this. And I usually sometimes talk about the negative aspects of it, but I wanted to talk to you because there's nothing but positivity that comes off of this to me. It, you can, I can watch you, I can watch your family get closer. I can watch you become more confident and your, your kids become more confident. And I just think it's great. I think it's really great. Um, yeah, we really are. We're, I mean, we're, we were a family before, but now we actually work together, and you know, and they actually get to do 
know, yeah. productive things, and they love seeing it on on the, on, the, on the TV. You know, sometimes they think it's the TV, but it's just the monitor. But <laughs> well, you know, I don't know if you've seen the. Same I don't know if you've together. seen how big monitors are now, but <laughs> I'm just saying. Oh yeah. <laughs> but um. You know, they're like saying that's why I recorded that line because that goes with what you said before because they don't always know what it is. Oh yeah, because okay, so you make okay, so when you film this, I should uh, boneheaded me. Um, yep. Do you film it out of sequence or how do you do it? You do it out of sequence in sequence. Yeah, it's filmed out. Of, your- it's, it is filmed out of sequence. They do read the scripts. So they read the scripts for ideas, but it's like three or four weeks earlier. So, because I, I, I'm, my scripts are ahead of what I'm actually filming. So when we're actually filming, they don't remember that that's what they read a month ago, and they don't know what's going to happen, and it changes. And like you said, I film them out of order, just whatever I need. Uh, like if my wife's in the scene and she's home today, but she's not tomorrow, it's like okay, I'm going to film all your stuff today if you're in it, and then I'm going to cut them up and paste them into the parts with. Avery, and then I'm gonna paste those into the parts with the dogs, and that's why I edit the video as I go along because I'll have something at one minute and have a next clip not until three minutes, and I have to glue them back and forth. But it works right. though. And how long? I mean, how long from concept to um, to actual video on YouTube? Less than fourteen days. Uh, my goal is ten days, but uh. As long as it's under fourteen, then then I'm happy with it. And they've all been so far. Some have been ahead of schedule. Yeah. Um. So the the new one, the new one now is already done. Is is already you know halfway done. Yeah. Yeah. How many? Okay. How many episodes of Dogs of Town Hall are there? Do you know? Uh, online right now, there's there's the pilot. And then there's five official episodes. And then there's one episode, which is a collaboration with my wife's channel uh, called Not All That Sparkle Shines. But that doesn't have an episode number because we call it a collaboration or a crossover episode. Yeah. So, but if you count it, there's seven dog episodes. And okay. I already have eight, nine, and ten uh, written or, or halfway written. Yeah. And a little bit uh, partially filmed, too, for eight. Or seven, uh, okay. I mean, yeah. So, uh, do you have anything you want to tell the internet before uh, before we have to download? And by the way, you have to sit on you have to sit with me uh, while we download it. Okay. <laughs> that the easy, easiest way to find us is to go to YouTube and type in Dogs of Town Hall, or just go to Google and type in Dogs of Town Hall um, for our merchandise, products, shirts, and all the other fun stuff. Just go to Google and type in Redbubble. Uh, that's the company, Redbubble, Dogs of Town Hall, and it's the it will come right up. All right. It's the best way to find us. Okay. Um, well, thank you. Uh, thank you, Mike. And it's a hilarious show, fun for the whole family. Uh, I thought it was hysterical. And uh, just hang on with me while I download it. 